0: Welcome to Coaching for Creatives with Kirsten. My name is Kirsten Kahl. I'm a therapist-trained life coach and a children's book author. Together, we'll get the drama out of our lives and onto the page. Let's get started. You are listening to Episode 54, When You're Irritated. I Adore the Ocean. I adore the crash of waves on the sand, the constant give and take of water and land. I love the pristine sky and clouds above the water. There's something so grounding and calming about the sounds of the sea, the water birds, the waves crashing with ultimate power. Just thinking about the ocean makes my heart leap with joy. I could sit on a beach and read forever and be completely content. What do oceans have to do with irritation? For me, not much. (laughs) Everything about the beach is lovely for me. Except if there are too many people marring my view of the ocean, or if my kids complain. I can't explain it, but not everyone loves the ocean like I do. In fact, while I love the feel of the sand between my toes, most of my family finds the sand particularly vexing. Even our most favorite places or experiences have aspects to them that might cause irritation, right? There's an ocean of things we feel and experience in life, some good, some bad, depending on our mood and the way we're thinking about it, right? Sometimes we have waves of weeks where everything is annoying, where things just don't feel quite right. We get irritated more easily when we aren't sleeping well or when we're stressed, We're more irritable when our expectations are disappointed or when we have more serious emotional issues like anxiety or depression. No matter what our irritation stems from, it's not fun. It's not fun for the person feeling it, and it's definitely not fun for the people who have to interact with the irritable person. So I'm going to talk about some things we can do to make our irritable moods dissipate. Number one, acknowledge you're irritated. This, of course, is hard to do when you're irritated. You don't want to admit you might be doing or feeling something unreasonable. (laughs) So if someone you love points out you're unusually grumpy, don't dismiss it immediately. Be humble enough to admit that you might be grumpy. Number two, find the source. Sometimes there's a very easy source to our irritation. For me on the beach, it could be too many people or someone smoking near me. I can choose to move to another part of the beach. Or I can choose to decide it's not only okay, but lovely that other people love the beach like I do. I can think to myself, isn't it wonderful that the beach creates community and draws people together? As for breathing in smoke, which I find super frustrating, again, I can choose to move to another part of the beach, understanding that although smoking isn't a choice I make for myself, it's certainly a choice that other people are entitled to make. Number three, admit what is annoying you, even if it's silly. <laughs> Maybe you're really irritated that you lost a game of words with friends. Recently, I realized I was feeling irritated because of the amount of time I was spending on laundry and dishes and making food and cleaning. It felt disproportionate to the time I was spending reading or writing or doing things I love. To me, this was silly because, obviously, I choose how much time I spend on all of these things. So if I'm feeling like I'm spending too much time, I should just change what I'm doing, right? (laughs) Sometimes it's easier than others, especially when it feels like things need to get done or they must get done. I ended up enlisting more help from my very capable teenage children, and the irritation disappeared. Number four, allow your mood to tell you something. Irritation is an indicator that something isn't right. Even if it's silly, there's a reason you're feeling grumpy. It could have nothing to do with what you're irritated about, but allow yourself to be curious. Ask yourself, Why am I feeling this way? Is it really about the dishes? Is it really about the people at the beach? Is it really about words with friends? Or is there something else going on? Number five, have compassion for yourself. Instead of judging yourself for feeling irritated, have compassion for yourself. Perhaps even think something like, I can see why I feel this way. It totally makes sense. Number six, have compassion for people you're annoyed with or the situation you're annoyed with. Many times our irritation has to do with other people and what we think they should or should not be doing. I was definitely irritated about all the household work because I wasn't making the messes and the people who were making the messes were not the ones cleaning them up. (laughs) Choosing to have compassion for my kids, even when they create more work for me, especially when they create more work for me, helps me connect with them. And it also has the added benefit of me having more compassion for myself when I do things that inevitably annoy other people. Number seven, have compassion for the people who you interact with when you're irritated. Also, really, we should give huge props to people who deal with us and still love us when we're grumpy. (laughs) Number eight, I know this is going to surprise you, but number eight is reframe your thoughts, change your narrative. Perhaps look at the situation and remind yourself of what you love about it. For example, if I'm at the beach and I'm irritated that there are too many people, I can focus on how much I love the water and the waves. I can remind myself of how grateful I am to live within 40 minutes of the beach. Number nine, chew gum. (laughs) Studies show that chewing gum can actually diffuse irritation. So keep some gum handy for those sorts of occasions. Number 10, exercise. Movement always elevates our mood since we get a boost of dopamine. It also helps us to get rid of any restless energy that may be related to irritability. Number 11, take time alone. Sometimes all we need is some quiet time, some space away from all the noise and hustle and bustle of people, and then we can recenter. And that leads me to number 12, which is breathe. This is another beautiful way to recenter and remember the good. 7-11 breaths are my go-to, where you breathe in to the count of seven, and then you breathe out to the count of 11. If you pay attention, you'll notice a marked change in your physical body as you focus on your breath. Everything just feels better. Number 13, grab a healthy snack. Being hangry is actually a real thing. (laughs) If you've forgotten to eat, you're more likely to be grumpy. So keep those healthy snacks available. Number 14, take a nap. Perhaps you're just exhausted. We do get grumpy when we're exhausted. Number 15, don't complain out loud. So after the first time that you've voiced your frustration, keep the complaints inside your head. Voicing them again and again just makes them louder and more persistent in your brain. And it increases your irritation and also the irritation of those around you, right? Number 16, write. You can write what you're frustrated about and then counteract it with thoughts that serve you. Or you can just start with writing down what you're grateful for. Write down the things that are good in your life. And number 17, laugh. I love this one. This one is so important. You can talk to a friend who makes you laugh or watch a funny YouTube video or movie, read a funny book, spend time with a silly kid. Laughter is magical. So as you go about your day, you're probably going to feel irritated for at least a fleeting moment. Allow yourself to feel what you're feeling. There's nothing wrong with feeling irritated. That irritation is telling you something. Perhaps you do just need that nap or a healthy snack. Take your irritation and do something with it. Even if doing something is just to slog through the feeling of it. Take your ocean of experiences and let the waves wash over you. So before this topic or metaphor gets too, well, (laughs) irritating. Until next time, keep smiling. If you like what you've heard, check out my Get Yourself Unstuck program. Go to KirstenCall.com. That's K I R S T I N E C A L L.com and schedule a free consultation today. Coaching for Creatives is produced by Kirsten Call. Music and audio engineering by James Call.